Put paste in D-Light Cree creates. Picture this. It's race morning of the race you've been training for all year. You've got your race shoes, your race clothes, race singlet, race shorts, etc. And your race tunes. Or do you? Are you the type that races with music or without it? We'll find out why maybe you should and maybe you shouldn't on this special series called This or That featuring Remy Be Real on this episode of Trees and D-Lake. Don't master a lot. Don't master a little. Just stay in the middle. Don't master all. Don't master none. Just be a master of some. What is up? Welcome to Trees and D-Lake, a podcast series by Mike Trees and yours truly, Darren D-Lake Creates. In this series, our goal is to educate and entertain smart and committed runners. A bit more on that from Mike Trees. And the aim of this podcast is to give, in a lighthearted, amusing and entertaining way, hints and tips to help you all run better and enjoy your sporting life more. So let's see how we can go with that. Mike's being pretty modest. He has over 50 years of running and doing triathlons under his belt. And if you're wondering about me, I've been in the endurance sport game for about 25 years now, done a sub three hour marathon and completed an Ironman triathlon in 10 hours. We appreciate all the help and support that we can get. So if you can, please share out this episode to someone that you know that would like this. Oh, quick language warning. In some rare instances, we might use some bad words. So apologies in advance for that. Warm up complete. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks so much for coming back to yet another special episode of This or That. I'm Remy with my man D-Lakes. How you doing, my man? Doing great, doing great. Training, racing, living, doing it all. Feeling good. Now, we've said this before, just to reiterate, these are polarizing topics that affect the everyday endurance athlete there are no wrong answers. We just want to know where you stand. Because you could get with this or you could get with that. You could get with this or you could get with that. Yeah, yeah. So what are we talking about this time, my man? So today we are talking about racing. And do you use music in your racing or no music? So this is this is hyper-polarizing. This is one of those things where you, you think it would be your way. Everyone would be, but it's not your way. So, Remy. What do you do during a race? I'm so glad you asked, man. Let's take a walk and talk about it. Now, before you get mad at me, hear me out. Music is awesome. It has its time, its place. Podcasts are great too. But there is nothing quite like being one with your surroundings. I'm a little spoiled. I get to run out here all the time. I get to ride out here. There are lots of lakes. There are lots of trails. But being one with that nature and being in tune with your body when you are out on a training session, hearing your foot strike so you can hear if you're shuffling, if you're not picking up your feet, hearing if there's any oncoming traffic coming around, if there's a, a group of deer up ahead of you scampering through the woods, anything like that. It's great to be able to hear and be in tune. And chances are in some of these big races, music wouldn't be allowed anyway, right? So yes, in some races, you can wear your headphones, but a lot of events are saying for your own safety, you should be able to hear the marshals. And why would you go to a wonderful experience only to drown out the sound of the crowd support and the excitement and the atmosphere by pumping the same playlist that you've listened to over and over? Nah, I'd rather be one with the scenario, 
be with the environment and really soak it all in. That's why I choose to train without music, without headphones at all. But that's me. What about you, Darren? All right, as I said before, it helps me with my cadence. And that is the reason why I use it. I'll go into a little bit, maybe now, maybe a little bit later, on why it isn't good, but I need my cadence to be at a certain tempo, at a certain steps per minute. And I found that when I go lower or higher, I don't perform as well. So it's, it's all about the optimal cadence. And there's a little bit of, obviously, motivation, and it, you know the perceived rate of exertion goes down, but honestly, I'm not focused on all that. I just really, when I race, I just wanna be kind of in the zone. And what I mean by focus, so it's cadence and then focus, is I kind of feel like I'm in my own world, especially when I put some glasses on and I got those headphones in. I feel like I'm in this like capsule. And it's just like me and the road and the race and other people around me you know, that I'm racing, that I'm either pacing with or going around. It's the right BPM, it just keeps me steady. With all those things, I found that I train and race better. Wow, so that's where we stand. Now let's hear from one of our audience members who did submit this video. Here's Mike Tree's take. Catch them at run.energy on Instagram. Okay, for me, that's a, a no-brainer. If I'm racing, I'm focusing on the race. So no music, no distractions. I have a mental image they go through and I'm constantly checking, how is my breathing? Are my shoulders relaxed? Am I landing correctly? What's my cadence doing? Relax, and I just keep telling myself, I go through, I do these body checks the whole time I'm running. Where's my competition? What kilo mark am I at? Is it time to drink? Do I need to eat? Uh, am I relaxed again? I go back and just keep constantly going through them. If I'm listening to music, I'm just getting so into that track that I'm not focusing on the race. However, having said that, a long, slow run, I love listening to music. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Here's Mbaha Riyad on Instagram. When it comes to running or racing with music, although I do some of my long runs listening to music or podcasts, I still feel it's better for me to run without music and I do most of my training without music. It's just to feel my surrounding, feel my form and feel what I'm doing. Uh, it's just much better for me to make sense of my running without music. Here's underscore banana underscore splits on Instagram. Definitely with music. I almost never, ever run without music unless um, there's been a malfunction of some kind. I need that fast and loud music in my ears to make me go faster and feel louder. Here's Brian Barney PT on Instagram. So in terms of racing with music or not with music, I guess it's depending on the length of the race. Like if it's a longer race and if it's a course where there's not a lot of people then i definitely want to use music but if it's shorter if there's a lot of people then i'd just like to soak up the environment and here's another take on music or no music during racing here's run dot anastasia dot run on instagram on race day i'm a no music person and i think it's just because i train without music and so the thought of trying something new and crazy on race day when i have my jam down every day when i'm out for a run yeah i just stick with what works and this is another one that came back a little closer than I expected as well. And we've got folks ranging from uh, Sly Fox saying, I just don't like to hear myself breathing. And fair <laughs> enough, you know, get the music. Well, I what the poll what the poll say? The poll said uh, music, 42%. And no music, 58%. There was probably about 30 responses. So it's not just like, you know, a poll three people. Ad break. This episode is brought to you by Energy Coaching, which is Mike Tree's coaching service. 
Mike and his team of coaches work with beginners to pros and all levels in between. No one is too fast and no one is too slow. They just want a desire to learn and improve. They focus on 1500 meter races to marathon running and triathlon training. Energy coaching is constantly overbooked. So Instagram and this new podcast venture, Trees and D Lake, gives Mike and the rest of his energy coaching team a way to reach out to more people and help them. Contact Mike and his team at the letters nrg-coaching.com or go to the link in the show notes. And back to the show. And again, um, as, as Remy just said, really interesting how close that was because I thought most people do no music and I used to be anti-music personally but I realized as I said earlier that it really helps me with my focus and especially with my cadence so there's actually a third part that I kind of saved for now and it's it's a third reason which is a con of not using music because I'm all about music but if technology breaks during a race and you're not used to hearing your body suffering and the breathing and your feet hitting the ground and even the change in cadence like your brain knows that your, your cadence is slowed down two steps per minute like it actually knows that and even though you might not know it your brain then goes oh i feel tired okay i hear I've, i hear the tired now i'm going to start actually shutting down certain functions because you don't have that like hypedness of the music you don't have everything blocked out so now you end up running slower, even though you have the capability. It's not like you're not fit or you're not ready. It's just you've been relying on the crutch of the music to block everything out. So while, it, like I said, it helps me focus, it actually can do the opposite if, again, your technology breaks, you know. Or let's say that race day, they're like, no headphones allowed, which they, they're allowing headphones. Ten years ago, they didn't allow headphones, but now they allow headphones in most things. I know triathlons, they don't. But, um, yeah, you got you got to be ready for, for everything to happen. So maybe during your training – get used to <laughs> you know like you gotta feel like, it out yeah because that, that that freaks people out and i i didn't know that was a thing until i was listening to music so much that i said what is this what is this i'm hearing my body you know and it was just like oh. to that and we spoke about some of this earlier one of my training aids when i have certain paces and tempos i need to hit i've been really keen on not just music, but one song. One song at a certain BPM on repeat. And you know what? To each their own. Some folks will use a metronome app, but I've got a couple of songs that, you know, depending on the tempo, I will take that one song and will even sometimes do the math of if I need to run at this pace and the song is this long, how many times will I hear this song to achieve that goal. And sometimes the answer is 33 times it'll play and sometimes it's 25 times it'll play. But having that, you know, it's a really good pace setter and, you know, you can't always depend on it, but it can definitely get you trained up. That's interesting. And I'm going to just jump in one last point on to your point on the song. I actually listen to DJ mixes. I listen to drum and bass DJ mixes. And I'm sure most of the audience is American and Americans don't know about drum and bass. But uh, if you're British or maybe even Australian or anywhere outside of America, you know about drum and bass. And uh, funny enough, fun, fun fact, uh, drum and bass is considered black urban music in London and Europe. So in the States, it's considered that weirdo electronic music. But um, yeah, yeah, I listen to drum and bass. I'll call it techno here. I think. Yeah, it's just all techno. Yeah, yeah. Even though 
luckily electronic music is cool now uh but i was into it like a hipster before it was cool 20 years ago you know i was listening to drum bass so i listen to these drum and bass mixes and the cool thing is is that most dj mixes are a set bpm so the songs change but i have the bpm so i get an hour hour and a half long dj mix and i use an app called vlc player which i'm sure if you're a pc person you know about vlc player video person um but they have it on the iphone and that's the only app that i know that you can change the speed of the song so i i use it for when i'm listening to podcast and i need to just listen to it really quick 2x but then i realized yo this drum and bass mix is 175 bpms well during this type of race i like to be at 180 bpms so i then do the slider to 1.03 you know so it's three percent faster or 1.02 faster depending on the mix and now i have 180 steps and i can check that because my watch you know if you have any smart watch with an accelerometer in it or you have a foot pod or you have a power meter you will get your cadence and i can confirm that that's it and i test that in my training then i go to the races and do that because i found out that higher cadence when i run faster works for me so uh for really fast workouts i need to be at 182 steps per minute for mm. like a tempo run 180 is perfect a slower run 176 178 so i found that i vary between that but um but yeah that's that's kind of a little techie thing i might even go deep and do a little tutorial video on that in the future so get ready for that because i feel like that's kind of a cool little running hack that no one knows about but you have to listen to dj mixes one that are drum and bass because house mixes they're not 180 bpms that's also the beauty of drum and bass because drum and bass is basically 2x hip-hop drum and bass has a very deep connection to hip-hop so a lot of hip-hop music is between 80 and 100 bpms times two you get 190 180 bpms etc so 160 to 200 so this is very musician math me (laughs) which brings it full circle because you know i know some very well-mannered soccer moms school teachers doctors professionals that listen to the angriest most aggressive gangster rap when they run or or metal yeah or metal or metal so you know can listen to the angry metal sorry because it helps rage against the machine all of that will help you keep that but that's us now it's your turn chime in you know how to do it by now get into the comments we'll hang out for a little bit let us know if you get with this or you you get get with that. that There are no wrong answers, but we want to hear from you. Let's keep the conversation going. If you've enjoyed this one, give us a like. Don't forget to subscribe. And be sure to check out the previous video right here, where we talked about training by time or by distance. Till next time, y'all. It's been real. Peace. Let's go. Welcome to the show, I'm your host, Aaron So, aka D-Lake. Tips and tactics, you could train like a pro. This cast to help you run faster than you could go. All the PRs you could beat, of course, records that comes in your upcoming season. Right? Don't you agree? Endurance sports, a metaphor for life. That's that metaphor, baby. Eating clean so you can rest and sleep all night. Don't master a lot, don't master a little, just stay in the middle. Don't master all, don't master just none. Just be. just be a master of some. Is the health and fitness internet too much sometimes? Too many conflicting articles and videos that confuse you on how to train and eat right? Or you don't have time to just read and watch everything about, I don't know, the new trends on carb cycling for trail running. Don't worry, we'll take care of all that for you. Sign up for our free email newsletter, Three Thing Thursday. We'll put three perfectly curated and created things in your inbox for better living and training. 
Go to delaycreates.com slash TTT. We do the hard, time-consuming work and scour the health and fitness internet's deepest and darkest corners. This is so that every Thursday, you have a piping hot new email with the latest and coolest tips, tricks, tools, tactics, and skills. All so that you can train and live consistently to do dope shit in your next endurance event. If you sign up now, you can receive my quick guide on how to get healthy, stay fit, and use data to create habits that last a lifetime. That's delatecreates.com slash TTT to be inspired and motivated on the regular. Time. Time is a resource no one can make more of, so we appreciate you taking precious time out of your day to listen this far. Our goal is to show the world how to live better through running, cycling, and triathlon. The episode and many others have a transcription. Go to the show notes description to find out more. This was produced in Sydney, Australia, and I'd like to acknowledge the Gadigal of the Eora Nation, who are the traditional custodians of this land. I pay my respects to the elders, past, present, and future. I recognize their continuing connection to the land, waters, and culture. These lands were stolen and sovereignty was never ceded. If you like this episode, again, we'd highly appreciate it if you go on whatever app you listen to and make sure to follow Delay Creates Podcast. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Acast, and a bunch of others. And if you're feeling real loose, a rating, review, or share of this episode to anyone you know that would be into something like this would be amazing. If you have any questions, concerns, suggestions for the episode, or hell, you want to be on the show, hit us up. The best way is to email talk, T-A-L-K, at dlakecreates.com. We're also on the socials, mainly Instagram. You can hit up Mike Trees at the letters R-U-N dot N-R-G. Or you can hit me up on Instagram at dlakecreates.com. Or just wherever you can find us is fine. If you need any transcripts, you're into podcasting, or let's say you just are big into accessibility, please use the company that we use, SpeechDocs. You can check them out at speechdocs.com. Don't worry if you didn't get all that. There's a link in the show notes description. Thank you again so much for listening. Peace.